0: This week's parsha begins with the first building campaign in Jewish history. Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, Tell Kla Yisrael, li, let them take for me Ruma, kal isha, shi'adveni liboi. From every man whose heart motivates him. So many of the are are troubled by the verb, Ve let them take. The more appropriate language would be, V'yitnu, let them give a donation. I saw an incredible concept from Rev. Palm regarding giving tzedakah. He explains, There are two types of people who give tzedakah. There are some people who are approached by donating to a certain cause, and the collector explains to them the need. There's a poor family, or orphans, an organization that saves lives, and he recognizes the need, and he graciously fills that void. So that is very virtuous and generous and honorable. Then there's an even more noble way of giving tzedakah. There's an attitude that something significant, something dramatic is happening here. And I want to be part of it. There's a yeshiva that has Talmidim that are learning thousands of hours a week. I want to share in that learning. I want to be part of that. I want to be zoichet to a in their Torah. That person participates not because he was approached, not because they asked him to donate, but because he feels he doesn't want to lose out on this unbelievable opportunity. He wants to contribute because there's a reward for Torah learning being distributed over here. And I want a portion of that reward. There are people who give a donation, even a small amount, to every Markham Torah, To the Mir, to Panovich, to BMG. Why do they do that? So on the NASDAQ, there's an investment option called FANG stocks. In the world of finance, FANG is an acronym that refers to the stocks of five of the most prominent technology companies. People invest in Fang because they are the fastest growing companies in the world. And those companies are earning so much money every year, people don't want to feel left out. And the attitude is, I can never be a CEO of such a company, but that doesn't preclude me from benefiting from their earnings. So I'll buy some shares in those companies. Similarly, when it comes to Torah institutions, they contribute to multiple yeshivas. So they acquire a share in Torah of every yeshiva. So that is the second way of giving. There's a big difference between the two. The first person who is approached for a donation, and he donates, he's called a giver. He's giving to fill a void. The second person, the one who sees the Dovah and he wants to have a piece of it, he's a makabal, he's a taker. He's receiving. He gives because he wants to receive. He wants to have a chilek in the rockness. He wants to be part of that sacred movement which is taking place. Certainly, when one reaches that level of understanding, that is a much higher level of giving. So here in Parshish Truma, Hashem said, Take for me donations. Why does it say take if the person is giving and not taking? Because when it came to giving to the Mishkan, they didn't give because they were approached to donate. Does Hashem need a place to stay? Obviously not. But rather, because they said, there's a Mishkan being built here. And I want to have a piece of it. I want to be part of this movement. The donors are actually mechablum. People who are getting, not giving. When one gives to a mishkan, or to any Torah institution for that matter, he has to understand that it is a privilege and an honor to be able to contribute to Kvot Shumayim. So he's not really giving, he's taking. And that is why the Pasuk says, Vayikchuli, because they are really taking. To illustrate this point, I'd like to share with you a fascinating story. The altar of Navardik was one of the most prominent tamidim of Rebisrael Salante, the founder of the Muslim movement. He established many yeshivas in Russia, right under the rule of Stalin. The altar was a very charismatic person and a tremendous fundraiser. He single-handedly supported all of his yeshivas with his fundraising prowess. So there was a wealthy man that lived in the neighborhood that was a tremendous miser. And he refused to give any tzedakah. Once a rashi approached the altar, and he asked him, "How do you get money out of this gavir?" And he, as many times as I tried, I couldn't budge him. And you always get a large donation from him. So the altar tells him, "I'll tell you the difference between me and you. You go into his house, you take off your shoes because you don't want to ruin his expensive carpet, and you're careful not to sit on his fancy sofa." And you don't put your briefcase on his glass table because you don't want to scratch it. So you're showing him that his wealth and everything that he possesses is so precious and valuable. And then you're still asking him to part with it? You're asking him to give it away to you? Of course he won't give you anything. I, on the other hand, I walk in with my dirty shoes, I throw my stuff down on his fancy couch, I put my feet on his desk. My message to him is, all that you have now is worthless. But I'm offering you a deal of a lifetime. You can give me some of your worthless possessions and get something extremely valuable. I'm giving you the opportunity to get something precious. You can get a share in learning. Something that's eternal. I don't need you. I don't need your money. You're not doing me a favor. You need me. You need this incredible deal that I'm offering you. The message from the altar was, if you ask someone to give, they may be reluctant. But when you ask them to take, they'll jump on the opportunity and they will respond generously. And now we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.